This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome into the Divas Dish Podcast. I am Cherie Taylor along with Elise Riley. And Elise Riley's wiggly microphone over there. Right before we went, it decided it wanted to go whoop. Yeah. And then you hear Elise going, like kind of like Darth <laughs> Vader going on there. Apparently, it didn't want to stay up for uh, whatever reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it like downtrodden too? Did you take <laughs> the microphone to your doctor's appointment with you the, no, today? No, <laughs> no. The microphone did not go to the gynecologist. Oh my gosh! I was heading into the office. Elise goes, "Okay." So I call her, just checking in. She goes, "I don't know." As I'm randomly just grabbing me some Chick Fil A, and I uh, got a doctor's appointment at eleven, but I'll be back so we can do the podcast cast and then um i get in here talk to her for about five minutes she runs out the door i'm recording some other stuff in the production room and i get this text nothing like sitting here in the humility of waiting and waiting and waiting with no clothes on yes the naked waiting is the worst part (laughs) when you go to that kind of doctor's appointment that is literally my worst thing ever they're like here's this i mean thankfully it was cloth this time yeah because that was the next question i asked you i'm like are you do you have a cloth drape they don't call it a sheet they call Mm -hmm. it a drape do you have a cloth drape or do you have the paper drape oh my gosh have you ever had a doctor with a paper drape yes thankfully i have since upgraded to a cloth drape kind of place oh yeah the doctor that delivered both of my children and when i was going through all my issues blah 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 cloth drape every time there is no there is no humility there is no um there's no modesty after one of those because you feel like a piece of deli meat waiting on them to come in because the rooms could never be warm oh no 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 Mm -mm. my new doctor she uses um cloth and i'm I'm good with that i'm they give you like this whole like packaged up prepackaged clean cloth for you and blah 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 and i'm like Ooh, this is nice. Not the paper. (laughs) Mine was playing what I assume is soothing spa music. But to me, it's running water. (laughs) And I'm like, I've got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to pee my pants right now. And you have no pants on, so it's okay. You're going to pee your drape. I am. I'm going to pee the drape. And it's not good. (laughs) It's not good because that's the doctor that's going to be in that area. And that's the thing. You're already cold. And all you can think is, did I go to the bathroom? Do I need to go again? Oh, my goodness. What if they don't come in here in time? And what if there's, and of course, they press on you. And of course, they say a little pressure. I'm sorry. Let me show you. (laughs) Let me show you a little pressure. No pressure. I'm the one butt naked. And you want to have a conversation with me while I'm laying here in my deli meat drape. The best is he's like, oh, I talk about you all the time. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Oh, really? What? And he's like, yeah. He said, I tell people all the time about, you know, the local radio personality's baby that I delivered that was over 11 pounds. And I said, well, ironically, I said, my co-host and I both have had over 11 pound babies. It's something said, about so, radio and the free food that they used to give us. <laughs> yeah. I said, so I'm not the only one, but apparently I'm quite popular amongst him and his fellow doctors. Oh, wow. Very popular. And of course, he did ask you what? Yeah, he was like, oh, you know, you still doing the podcast? You still doing your shows? I'm like, oh, definitely. I said, yeah, we're about to record the podcast this afternoon. He's like, oh, I'm going to be on it, aren't I? And oh, I'm yeah. like, I mean, probably. I'm not going to lie to you. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> nothing bad. Nothing bad. But yeah, you do need to make those rooms a little bit warmer. And stop playing music that makes women have to pee. That is a mom that speaks their mind. And speaking of moms that speak their mind, there are all kind of moms in the world. There are helicopter moms. And they're tiger moms, and they're soccer moms, and they're moms that burn the candle at both ends. I think all moms burn the candle Mm -hmm. at both ends. And then there's moms that um, go to lunch during the middle of the day while their kids are in school, and there's moms that do everything. There's the moms that are the PTA moms, that they go in and they take over everything, the classroom moms. But we found out what kind of moms we are. Of course, we're divas because we are, well, I mean, not in a bad way. That's just what we are, the Divas Dish podcast. However, we've been calling ourselves divas for close to eight years now. But we are also unicorn moms. Yep. I think we need to embrace the horn because what are unicorn moms, Elise? A unicorn mom is defined as a mother who isn't perfect, enjoys alcohol, has a sense of humor, and couldn't care less what you think. Holla right here. Holla both of us. Bing. Cheers, my friend. Right here. I am so there. And here's the whole thing. That's a very whitewashed version of it because if this wasn't the podcast well podcast we can say some of the words but we would say the big word that we don't give a you know what there you go and you know what it's okay and oh i am a little bit of the tiger mom too you mess with my kids my mama bear cub my mama tiger will come out oh yeah and i i have my helicopter mom moments i mean i have a toddler Like, you kind of have to be a helicopter mom when you have a toddler who is a boy. Uh, You also have to be a helicopter mom when you have a boy who is a teenager. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's going to come when my girl becomes a (laughs) preteen. Those middle school years. Oh, yeah. I'm going to become a unicorn mom even more. And embrace the alcohol because I feel like Ella's middle school years are just going to be pure teetotal hell. I'm not excited about them. Yeah, we both went through middle school and we both dealt with the mean girls of middle school. And my mom, I I was actually talking to a friend of mine um, today on the way into work. And um, I was talking about there was this girl that was, I don't know why, I guess because she was taller and bigger than everybody else in middle school that she decided if she didn't like you... Everybody else couldn't like you. And, like, if she didn't want to be your friend, everybody else should not be your friend. So she was the one that would ostracize you. And I basically decided that night, well, I don't want to not have friends, so let me write an apology letter to her about, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry if I offended you. I hope, you know, I hope everything's good and all this other stuff. And my mother interceded the note, and she goes, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. You never beg someone to be your friend, especially if they're treating you that way. This right now is just a little blip on your life. This is just a little blip inside your life. You're going to go through middle school and then you're probably never going to see these people again. 
or yeah. very few of them. And true, that we ended up going to different classes the next year in like different in middle school. They had teams, mm-hmm. so we were in different teams. So I ne- I saw her in passing, but I was never in classes with her. And I don't never I don't have no idea what happened to the person. I know the person's name. I'm not going to say it. But I do remember that experience, and I remember my mom going, "No, you don't beg someone if you haven't done anything wrong, and you." You don't beg someone, and even if you have done something wrong and you apologize and they still want to treat you that way, you don't beg someone to be your friend. You just wish them well, and you go on with your life. No lie. We are dealing with this exact same situation right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, you've told me. Yep, we are dealing with the exact same situation. I gave the exact same advice to Ella, and you know, I told her just to move on, that it's not that important to have that person as a friend. You Mm -hmm. just kind of got to... You go on. You've got plenty of other friends. That happened with Bennett in the neighborhood last year. It about it and is. it was it was a little girl that was being mean, and she just decided who she who was going to play and who was not. Mm-hmm. And Bennett came, but I'm not going to have any friends. I'm like, oh whoa 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 whoa. Let me tell you this story, and that's a great story, and that's a great story even for adults. Oh yeah, because you know we bend over backwards and we bend. And I even had a conversation with somebody a while back about why is it okay when people you know step all over you and you go, oh, you just got to ignore them. That's just the way they are. Or, oh, don't pay attention. They were just having a bad moment. But yet you say something about it and you say, yeah, I I didn't appreciate that or this, that and the other. And then they lose it on you because it's okay to ask, you know, people to forgive them or overlook the way they acted, even if they were, you know, overstepping boundaries. But why is it okay to excuse bad behavior and you're not allowed to say something? Oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm dealing with that right now. <laughs> I dealt with that with a personal thing within my family, you know, mm-hmm. about some things. And you actually were sitting in um, the congregation, shall we say. Yep. And that still hurts me. That still hurts me to this day. And I want to say something, but I think it would come back and hurt other people in my family. So I didn't say it. And see, this is why I'm trying to be so selective over what I what advice I give To Ella, Mm -hmm. because I don't want her, you know, 30 years down the road to be like, oh, when I was little, there was this mean girl. And I don't want her to remember that. I want her to remember other things, being friends and playing and doing. I don't want her remembering things like that, the bad friend, the bad things. Yeah. And so that's why I'm trying to be very selective because I don't want her to cover up how she feels to please anybody. Yeah. You know, because I've had to swallow down so much in my life and swallowing down something around um, something traumatic in my family hurt. I mean, it it already hurt, but it hurt more. And it still does. It's still a sore spot for me. It's still one of those things that I was told when I said something to someone in my family about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, okay, so I just left it at that. Then we won't talk about it. But I still have a right to be upset. I still have a right to say that's not right. Oh, and I've yeah. had other people come and tell me that's not right. That wasn't right. And that was so wrong. So, yeah, they they're trying the little ones. They're trying to go ahead and teach themselves this lesson right now. And I'm not amused that we are already learning hard lessons like that about who's your friend, who's not your friend gossip, bullying. And you know, it's a good thing to learn too, because that's another thing you said, bullying, Mm -hmm. because they use that as a go-to word for everything. Some things are bullying, some things are not. Some people are just jerks. We've had many, many conversations over the last couple of weeks surrounding that very, very subject. And so I'm already dreading 
when she gets to middle school and it becomes even worse. But you're also laying the foundation Mm -hmm. because you're not saying, well, everybody just go get along and play. That's what we all heard growing up. Everybody should just get along. Just go play. Just go play. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. You know how you ignore them? You go on and you just do your own thing. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so uh, one thing I could not ignore today. I was going through the drive-thru at Starbucks, and normally I get a grande skinny caramel macchiato. So I said, no, I want something different. I just want a regular roast, and I want some half and half and a stevia. Just something very simple, very basic. You would think. You would think, (laughs) what are your blends? And she goes, well, we have the, you know, I usually get Sumatra. They didn't have Sumatra. They had Verona, which is good. I'm glad she named all the other ones. I can't remember what the middle roast she said was, but the first roast she said, oh, our anniversary blend, it's got a fruitful note of blah, 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 and truffle oil in it. I said, excuse me? It, and, and, and when I, I got to the, and I said, okay, I'll have the Verona. I'll have the Verona. And then, you know, got my order, got up to the window, and I said, let me ask you something. The first one that you said, you said it had truffle oil in it? Oh, yeah. Did you want to try that? I said, God, no. no. I said, you need to warn people. I'm highly allergic to mushrooms. And just anniversary blend does not, I mean, like if you get a hazelnut coffee, you know it's got hazelnuts in it. You get almond, you know it's got almond. You've got something with, I don't know, a walnut blend or whatever or roasted with pine nut. You know, I'm just saying they normally say that, but anniversary blend, nowhere on it unless you read in the small print that it says it. Why is everybody suddenly putting mushrooms and truffle oil and everything? Because truly, truffles are very expensive. That's not true, truffle oil. Or it may have very little in it, but it's enough to send me send me into anaphylactic shock. Yes, as you're driving down the road. Oh yeah, that would be perfect on 85. My throat closes up and I'm like, okay, oops, maybe I shouldn't have tried that blend. Maybe that should have realized there was mushrooms in my coffee. Yeah, yeah. Or ask, you know, are there mushrooms in this? That's so bad. I'm literally going to have to buy a bottle of water and say, are there mushrooms in this? Because there are some friends of mine that sell all these like health shakes and stuff like that. And that's great. And I always say, what's in it? Well, I can send you a list or a link to the website. I said, no, I need to know because I'm allergic to certain nuts and certain mushrooms and I don't want to die. And yeah, these are all wonderful thing. And they're, you know, and they're anti-aging and they have anti-inflammatory things for other people. It's not anti-inflammatory when I have anaphylactic shock. And it just, it blows my mind that it's so prevalent these days mm-hmm. because it's nasty. Yeah, <laughs> mushrooms they are. Like, Even, here's ew. the thing. I used to get sick to my stomach when I ate them and I just felt awful all over like I was hungover. It makes perfect sense now. Mm-hmm. My body was going, no. But yeah, what's so funny is people are like, oh, it's all natural and this is all natural. You know what also is all natural? Arsenic. Yeah, ew. Mm-hmm. That's all natural too. I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that coffee had that in it, but I'm saying when people go, oh, it's all natural. Well, there's a lot of things that are all natural that I do not want to put in my body. Oh, and um, I- when my dog goes outside and goes, that's all natural too. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, Starbucks needs to have some kind of disclaimer. Like you have it for dairy and you have it for nuts and that kind of thing. I mean, there's a lot of allergies out there. And if you're going to put mushrooms in your coffee. Which normally wouldn't have it in it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like I did the whole story yesterday about Starbucks now having their spring new iced cappuccino, not 
um, what is it, ice latte? Or... Yeah, it's like a ice toasted vanilla something. It has oat milk with it. Yeah, I had actually the oat milk um, drink, the brown sugar oat milk drink, and I don't, normally don't do sugar. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. And so I just got a, sh- a tall one. I almost said short, but it, it's Starbucks. It's tall. The, I tried the brown sugar oat milk coffee the other day. It actually was so good. It tasted like an oatmeal cookie, but unfortunately, I don't do super sweet things. And, you know, at first, I was fine having a little bit of it. Then I stood up to walk and my stomach went, oh, yeah, we don't like it mixing around in here. So if they could do it in sugar free, I would do it. But I can't do that again. It tasted really good, but I yeah, can't. I bet the vanilla one, though, you could use the sugar free vanilla syrup instead. So you may be able to actually try that. Yeah, one. but it wouldn't have the brown sugar, they said. Yeah, and it's like, not, I don't the care. Same. not the same. Anyway, so I do like oat milk and things. I've tried that. I do, I do like I like it a lot. But anyway, but yeah, Starbucks kind of shocked me on the whole mushroom thing today in the anniversary blend. And the girl said, oh, don't worry about it. I think in the next few weeks it's going away anyway. I'm like, oh, um, right. good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. I will never order that again. I'll just stick to my frou-frou coffee. Thank you very much. Well, because you don't want to have to worry, like, oh, are they putting the right blend in my cup? Oh, great now. Exactly. My throat's like, itching. I'm like, eh, maybe. What if they went to do it? And they're like, oh, no, that's not what she said. Oh, no. yeah. She asked about this one. Like, I think she'll like this one better. Like, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Kind of like that woman at Radiothon that said, here, have a bite. No. It was baklava with walnuts, which are the things that would kill me. No. Walnuts will shut my system down. And she like literally had it in my mouth and you were back here producing. You're like, no, don't do it. No, I'm so careful when it comes to your allergies. And I'm normally really good about like, hey, like, let's check before we do this. Or, you know, hey, please don't make that with anything that could kill my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was not on site when that lady came at you with the bottle oh, ball. I would have eaten it for you. That crap's my favorite. Uh-huh. But yeah, that about had a stroke in the studio that day. Yeah, uh-oh, literally. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's talk about 16 movies that are moving us for International Women's Day, which is on March the 8th. And we will have, uh, beginning this weekend, our um, International Women's... Actually, we're celebrating women all month from then on, going into the week of and through the rest of the month. And you'll have myself, you'll have uh, Jody of Murphy, Sam and Jody, Annalise, all talking about incredible South Carolina women and also women throughout this wonderful country of ours and across the world of wonderful things that they are doing. Oh, I can't wait. And so let's talk about some of the women's movies that we have cataloged for you inside of magic989.com, our website. It's also through Odyssey. So uh, our brain trust got together and named 16 women's movies that inspire. There's so many more than just mm-hmm. this, but let's start with the one you said, Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich is one of the greatest movies of all time. I love this movie. Julia Roberts is my absolute favorite actress. So, oh, yeah, eh. definitely. And she ended up winning an Oscar for her performance as Aaron Brockovich. It is so good. And you can stream it apparently on Amazon. Uh-huh. Probably going to do that later. Not going to lie. I streamed Runaway Bride yesterday. I love that one. And then I streamed Notting Hill. So I'm just going to keep it up. I love Notting Hill so much. I yeah. love that one so much. All right. Let's see what else. Uh, I totally agree. Judy from 2019. Mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger, who, by the way has a new film where she doesn't even look like herself she is she didn't in that one no she didn't exactly and also selena which um yeah we all know her story 
bombshell, which is about all the yes. uh, news anchors that were kind of um, the sexual uh, harassment scandal with all that. Late night with, oh yeah, I know this one. That one's so good. It's so good. I'm like, wait a minute, I had to look. Okay, Mindy Kaling and um, Emma Thompson. Yep. And she basically was like a, J- Emma Thompson was basically the first female night show host. And then there were some things that came out about her. And Mindy Kaling was hired as her assistant and new showrunner. And um, it was a wonderful one. The female Ghostbusters, I disagree with that one. Yeah. I, I wasn't a fan at all. But there was Hemsworth in it. And I, I don't feel like that one really celebrates women. Like it just has women in it. Yes. Legally Blonde. Mm. Like that's hard. Here's the thing. I don't, I think there are... Um, more but I think they're going with more like female lead films yeah but there are some films that they missed on this list with some extremely strong female characters there there's several movies on that are not on that list that I feel like should be on that list like the help I feel like the help should oh, have yes. been on that list hidden figures is oh, another one that oh, I feel why like is be. that not on the list and I'm making the face at sleepless in Seattle oh yeah Really? That's a rom-com, okay? We're not celebrating women in any way there. No. A Star is Born, yes. But you know what? They should have all three A Star is Borns Mm -hmm. on there. All three of them. And Barbara. Oh, Barbara and Judy Garland, Mm -hmm. going back to Judy. And let's see what else. Also, The Bodyguard. Hidden Figures is on down there. It's 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 way down there. At the bottom. Yeah, it needs to be further up. The Post. Well, I get that. Meryl Streep. Then you have like some like fabulous female driven movies that aren't necessarily like real people like Thelma and Louise, if you will. Yes. I feel like Thelma and Louise would be a great addition to that. Exactly. Some people would argue because it's this and that. No, these are women that finally said, we've had enough. We've had enough. And they're taking charge. Even if they took charge on how they went out, they took charge finally. Or you have one of my greatest top five movies of all time, First Wives Club. Oh, yeah. Speaking of taking charge, Mm -hmm. celebrating women, and these women, they pull together, and it's amazing. If you have not seen that, please go watch it. So you'll have to let us know if you have one that you think should be added to the list. We want to watch it. We like this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Different different suggestions and stuff. And another one, The Devil Wore Prada. Oh, yeah. That one should be on there because, yes, we see the transformation of Anne Hathaway's character from this mousy little girl to how being around this, she picked up that energy. And how the energy of Meryl Streep's character was up there. And then finally you saw as the layers and the bricks were broken down one by one, who she was behind that. And also another one, Julia and Julia. Julia and Julia. Oh, yeah. When just anything Meryl Streep has done, just watch it. Yeah, definitely. Apparently. Because she's made the list like 10 times. She's amazing. Um, it's just, I, just just Meryl Streep. Yep. We should just have a Meryl Streep month. Yes. Is it Meryl Streep? 16 Meryl Streep movies to inspire you. 16. I think we need 85. And they're (laughs) like, oh, there's more. You missed one. That's why she keeps getting nominated over and over and over. She's been nominated for an Oscar like 20 times. She's so fantastic. She's wonderful. And, you know, there are other women that are wonderful, too. Anything Viola Davis has done. Oh, yeah. She is. She And and here's the thing. These strong women's movies, great. But how about amazing characters? Even if they were on screen for 15 seconds or 15 minutes. There are these people that bring these presents. There are these actors that bring these presents that I think we should showcase. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely should go beyond, obviously. Oh, just the film. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But I guess that's all they had time for. And speaking of numbers... 
Carrie Underwood's son Isaiah, who was on her Christmas album that we played, he actually sang a couple of the Christmas tunes with her, turned seven over the weekend, and she celebrated his birthday with a Star Wars theme party, a Kylo Ren cake, which was amazing. And then as you're going through her Instagram looking, I feel like I was a little bit of a stalker, you're looking, you're like, this looks like a really dotted up party from my childhood, because you look around, it looks like it's at a skating rink. I can't say that for sure it doesn't say but there's like this giant wooden floor with these lights on it and balloons everywhere it looks like a skating rink and that's kind of cool and the kids are playing the retro stand-up video games skating rinks are really coming back oh yeah i took ella and it's been probably christmas break since we've been but she was like a giraffe like a newborn baby giraffe it didn't go well (laughs) so we need to practice but i feel like she would eventually she would totally have one of those retro 80s parties oh definitely we had uh we definitely had uh like you know the skating parties or the or i would love it to be invited to a friend's party and it was like a skating party and you're like yes either on the weekends and then that you had the friends that had their own skates and they had the Mm -hmm. pom-poms on them and then you know then you had the rented skates and that kind of thing but i also ice skated so i had my own ice skates which i thought was kind of cool too and i think i think i may when my foot was smaller had my own roller skates but i never got into the full but there are some people that every friday or saturday night their parents dropped them off the skating rink and it was like a lock-in and they got out in at a certain time and got out at a certain time and it was only you know under 18 and that kind of thing so oh yeah the all-night skate oh yeah apparently that was a thing when i was younger i don't want to say that it wasn't because it was but it was only for like the shady crowd oh yeah because like, if, if you if you ever saw what a skating room looked like in the um 80s or early 90s when the lights came on you're like oh because like they have those like like big round bench seat things and then there was always like something sticky like it's like it was carpeted like the seat was carpeted and then there was stickiness all over it it was crazy yeah you definitely were not you're not going to catch me at a skating rink when I was younger at all night skate, my dad's law enforcement officer. Nope. Like, yeah, you're not going to catch, not catching Elise over there. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. But you know where you can catch Elise? You can catch her on the weekends on Magic 98.9, as well as on the Odyssey app. You can also catch me Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock on Magic 98.9 and on the Odyssey app. And of course, the Divas Dish podcast, you can get it on. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. So download, like, subscribe, share. And of course, we have a Facebook page. Look for the Divas Dish podcast on Facebook. And we also share some outtakes and some fun stuff on that as well. We want to say we honor you because we are recording this on Wednesday. So it's March the 2nd. So the next time we come around to a record, we'll already be past International Women's Day. But we celebrate you each and every day and all the accomplishments of women. No matter if you're a helicopter mom, a soccer mom, a tiger mom, or like us. Us, a diva unicorn mom. Thanks for joining us. An Odyssey Station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.